Here we go! Well, I do seem to attract the scum of the Earth. Yeah, that sounds about right. Watch out! <laughs> Boy, you are not ready. Do what you were born to do. You are a hero. Finishing this fight. Let's get started with episode 19 of the Current Gen Podcast. My name is Tim. Welcome back, me. Oh, thanks, me. Everybody <laughs> missed you. Because my two co-hosts uh, went ahead and recorded, and they seemed to really enjoy chatting without me. I'm not sure how that makes me feel. But Derek and Dan, thanks for getting that done last week. I enjoyed at least 50% of the conversation. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. I appreciate you skipping everything that was awesome to talk about. So <laughs> You enjoyed that episode because no dick! anyone listening to this there's this girl on she's across all social media i don't i think it might have been a tiktok or snapchat it started on one of those platforms and then now she's everywhere and she basically makes these big speeches to women and sometimes to men about men's rights and men's mental health so i keep seeing derek and sasan and others joke around and like either quote her or even post her videos. And I tried watching part of one, like what's going on with this? Couldn't get through 20, 30 seconds of that voice. Like I just couldn't do it. I was like, Shh. that's I part of like Sasan and I's joke is like, we'll joke about how we're, we were so moved like by her third word. We couldn't even handle the Wait, wait were you literally shaking? <laughs> we were literally I mean, also, why does she stand on things like a freaking gargoyle? Like, I don't understand. So <laughs> that's, like, actually my next... I actually tested it out. I went in my bathroom. And I got on, like, the counter, and I did the squat with my legs open, but I was Stop like, it. literally right by the mirror. I was like, yeah, I can't do this. And then no. you can see my dick, and I was like, yeah. No dick! <laughs> Okay, well, on to bigger, better and brighter things because that's terrifying. Um, guys, we just had a Ubisoft, essentially, E3-type presentation today. So Derek actually texted us when it was announced late last week and was like, hey, let's wait to record till this thing airs so we can talk about it. So that's how we're going to kick things off, and then we'll jump into things that we're... Watch it. Did you forget to watch it? I totally <laughs> missed it. Then we'll give you the recap, and then you can tell us what you think based on how we... Did you watch yeah. it, Dan? Am I the only one who watched yeah. it? No, I watched it. I didn't okay. I didn't watch the full 30-minute um, Assassin's Creed thing after. I watched about 10 minutes just because I didn't want to see, like... You know, Same. Like, I yeah. actually, I, after a bit, I turned that part off because I, I was like, I get it, and I yeah. just want to play it when it's ready. Um, yeah. I actually watched, like, okay, so I missed it live, and then I went back and started watching it, but I skipped past... So you like, scrubbed through it. Okay. All right, yeah. so you get the Anything gist. Anything that was interesting, I watched. That's fair. So we'll go through the Ubisoft Forward, which is the new name of their direct or state of play type of presentation. What is we got Xbox 2020, right? And then Sony State of Play or Play. Yeah, I think it's Sony State of Play. This is the new norm, Tim. And then Ubisoft Forward. So this is their first one. I actually overall thought it was pretty decent. I didn't think it was amazing, nor did I think it was bad. Plus, it's a developer, major developer and publisher. Um, but it's not a console maker. So my expectations are a little bit different there. We can talk about that too. But then we'll jump into uh, a few games that we are currently playing. 
And then Dan has a game for us in current gen battle square. We'll get to all that. But let's jump back to the Ubisoft um, press conference, Ubisoft forward, and just go through some of these bit by bit. Let me actually just rearrange my um, Chrome windows here so I can look at the list and see Derek's faces that he makes when I mention certain games they talked about here. Of course. Very it's just very important that I see his reaction so I can react to it. Yeah. You know? All right. Um, so they, I just for some pre-show stuff, there was really no announcements that you guys should care about. But here's a quick summary. They did like a 30-minute pre-show. Before that, they had some Trackmania Turbo Let's Play stuff, which I actually found to be kind of fun looking. It's a free game you can get right now on the Epic Game Store on, on PC. I was gonna say I downloaded it. I thought. Yeah, and then that. there's a whole bunch of in-game stuff you can buy, I think. You can unlock, like, the full track editor, for example, where you get the full slate of tools and stuff. Anyway, if you've never played that game, it's very kind of arcade, almost Mario Kart-style racing, but not with carts, don't get me wrong. It's just it's that kind of crazy arcade style. It's not meant to be realistic. It's just fun, and people make some really cool tracks. So, anyway, they talked a lot about Trackmania Turbo. It does look like fun. And if it's free, so whatever. Uh, Crew 2 continues to get updates. Honestly, I kind of forgot that Crew 2 was even a thing. Like, I was like, oh, when's the Crew 2 coming out? Oh, that came out two years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I own it, and I've never even... I got it for five bucks, but I've never even played it. But they've got some themed content that just launched, and then they got some more themed content uh, that's 80s-based coming out in August that he talked about. Surgeon Simulator 2, which looks creepy and weird, and now they've let you explore the whole hospital. You're no longer stuck right at the operating table. But still looks very strange. That game is wacky. Um, then they showed some Division 2 stuff. I got excited for a sec. I was like, oh, maybe a good reason to go back to Division 2. What are they going to add? And this particular section about Division 2 was just talking about why they have these Easter eggs for these rubber ducks throughout the game. And what the history of that is. And Sweet. anyway, so. That's yep. Uh, the only part before, actually there was a couple parts um before the real show started that I found interesting. They did a really quick glimpse at Spiritfarer, which is this new game from the guys who made Jotun and Thundered. And they describe it as a cozy management game about dying. We've talked about this game before, the three of us, um, when it was announced and stuff. But they talked a little bit about Spiritfarer. Still looks really interesting. Um, don't know if it'll actually be good, but it does look interesting. Uh, Trials Rising is adding a giga track, which basically means it's an insanely long and crazy track it's coming free this week if you play trials rising and last but not least derek i'm curious what you think about this with ghost recon they're still trying to make breakpoint work so they're adding it that this week you can get the update that's going to add in ai teammates and a number of other quality of life things they wanted to improve um, i actually might try it like i bought yeah. that game on the xbox and i yep. played like maybe 10 minutes <laughs> I just didn't have any interest in so I feel bad because I pre-ordered it, but I actually yeah. was able to get it for $10 on Epic Game Store. Yeah. So yeah. I, I might actually play it on PC. Well, you can totally copy. edit all of your AI teammates. You can call and, you know, you can call, send them out or bring them back in. When it, like, this sounds like they're adding a bunch of interesting I mean, I, I um, imagine that game form. still would have been fun solo. Right. But I just wasn't interested in it. And yeah. I think adding co-op, because Ghost Recon games like this usually have you know, three or four AI partners, I think it will make it a little bit more interesting for me to try it. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't hate that game. I, I know it got a ton of hate. I didn't hate it. I just, I forget what happened this past fall. I don't remember what games came out off the top of my head or what happened in life. But I only played it for, I think I played a couple of hours. I got 
a decent amount in, did a couple of missions, upgraded some stuff, and then just was like, I get it. I'd rather play Wildlands if I'm going to play Ghost Recon and turned it off, basically. That's yeah, kind of, I think the major complaint was that it was too much like the division and people yeah. didn't want them to do that. Yeah. So that was the pre-show. And then they jumped into the full show. And I thought they kicked it off with what looks like yet another hype game for this fall. I'm getting real pumped for all the games coming out this fall. And that is Watch Dogs Legion. It's confirmed for an October 29th release date. Um, so this game has the potential to be super crappy, of course. It, they're Trash. kind of, they're really, I think it's a pretty big risk to not have central characters that are your characters the whole time. Yeah. Um, but I've also seen it work okay. I thought State of Decay did an okay job with it where you didn't really need to care about your characters. The game was just a fun survival zombie game. I mean, the first State of Decay. You need um, something to care for, though. That's yeah, the only that's, thing for that's this. That's true. You need that's something true. to kind of a driving force to be like, well, I care about the motivations of what this group of like kind of nameless characters, you know, group of characters are doing. I think it's a huge mistake. Obviously, you never want to like prejudge a game. Maybe, but here we maybe. go. I'm yeah, definitely gonna. <laughs> but judge. Derek will always preach. <laughs> but I just, I, I first of all, I hate Watch Dogs too. I've given it multiple chances, oh, so, and I love the first. I love one. that I game. Love the first one. So I was hey, by the way, Watch Dogs Two is going to be free for anyone with a UPlay account on PC when it releases. Wow, that's so awesome. So anyway, so you suck, I, man. That game's great. <laughs> I hate Watch Dogs too. So there's no hype for Watch Dogs Legion, but I was like, okay. I know they're changing it up, and the reason yeah. I hated Watch Dogs 2 was, yeah, I hated the characters, but I also just hated the gameplay. I thought it was not fun. Watching, like, the little bit I watched, and I got bored. I didn't even watch, like, where they showed... They showed a they showed lot. a part where the you're, like, this uh, construction worker, and I was like, oh, yeah. he's, he's pretty cool. And then they're like, but if you want to do the same mission stealth, and I was like, nope, not interested, and I just fast-forwarded it. It just looks like it's trying to be like over the top. They've taken any seriousness out of it. I don't like that. Like Watch Dogs, the first one was extremely serious. Like the tone of the main character was extremely like like serious. Almost to the, the point second, of being unlikable, you might say. Well, and of course, and I think that's why they switched it. Yeah. But I think they went a complete 180 with Watch Dogs 2. Instead of tweaking it, they yes. threw it all out the window. And yeah, now fair. Watch Dogs Legions is just like, hey, let's go full Saints Row. And I'm like, Dude, yeah. I don't know about that. I so they had a I'm cinematic. Not saying it is Saints Row, but like the zany stupidity of it. Well, they had a cinematic trailer that actually was directed by some film director. Yeah. I don't recognize his name, but I actually thought that cinematic trailer was pretty slick. I thought it was really well oh, done, yeah. and it set the stage for what could be a really cool world to explore. And for, interested because of London. Yeah, London, London looks, looks cool, right? Um, as soon as I saw that trailer, I remember thinking, oh, if they allow me to just control, like if this taxi driver, this 43-year-old kind of loser taxi driver who gets pulled in, if he's the main lead character, I'm, I'm very interested. But they confirmed that was just one little story of yeah, how yeah. all these NPCs can become your main characters. And they, they did mention that whoever you recruit has their own story and it becomes its own thing, yada, yada. My concern there, and I'm right there with you, Derek, is that they're not going to do a great job with the stories if everyone's got their own story and their own voice acting so i'm a little concerned there but i'll tell you what a lot of the gameplay to me looked like a lot of fun yeah. uh, and looked it looks really stylish um they just so you all know they've done this before 
Yeah. They had a game called Zombie. It was actually called Zombie U for the Wii U. Yep. And it was actually a pretty fun game, but nobody cared about it, A, because they made the mistake. Because <laughs> your characters die. But also, they re-released it on all the consoles, and I never heard anybody going, Zombie's such a great game. And I really think it was, and as somebody who played a good amount of hours, probably eight to ten hours in that game, it was because every time I died, I would start as somebody new who I didn't know, but then I would go and get my stuff from the person that I killed off before. But there is, I agree with Daniel on this, and I rarely agree with him. Sure. I mean, when you said that using, before, so you've you, obviously agreed with me on other things. But shut that's your game now. <laughs> no, yeah. no. But, oh so, my gosh. anyways, my point is, is that you feel no connection, and I think yeah, that takes away from this game. I'm not yeah. saying that they can't make a great game, but when you're killing off characters left and right, and you just feel like, oh, you can recruit anybody, they're all. There's no connection. Like they're pointless. They're just bodies that you're using to get a yeah. mission done. I don't it's know. Funny I don't like you were, it's funny you were saying earlier about the first one, because that's literally what I was thinking when I was kind of like just kind of gathering my thoughts for this game. Is like I liked the first game because it felt focused. It felt mm-hmm. you you had a character that yeah, the everyone's like, Oh, he's like the story. Yeah. He's like I cared about he's just all gruffy and he's so serious and he's got a trench coat and he's trying to be all like his name is aiden yeah but like i just i i kind of connected with what his like motivation was and what he was trying to do there was the whole thing with his um was it his sister and then the sister's son yeah yeah like some stuff going on there it's been a while so i don't remember what they were tied into but like and then yeah but dead sec was involved so, but like DeadSec was just like a part of the whole world. It was just right. something that was sort of there, and then you kind of went, and I think they helped you out, and then there was some another character that you met, and some things happened later on. So like there was there was a through line, and there was like a very specific focus going on. Whereas like then with the second game, there's still a main character, but like I just then it's just like it's about him hacking, and like nothing was really sticking out to me because I gave it a, a couple hours, and I didn't I don't hate it. Maybe I'll go back and try it again, but yeah. Um, it just didn't feel as focused. It just kind of felt like, all right, well, I'm this dude who's a hacker, and I guess I'm a really good hacker because that's what the first mission sort of like making me think. Yeah, it's the story isn't very personal. Um, yeah. Compared to the first one, the first one does feel very personal, and you're much more a vigilante. Whereas in the second one, you're a group of vigilantes, and right. and it's a lot more. Even their vibe, every character, even the villain, they're all everyone's vibe is just more. They're having more fun. Yeah, which yeah, I can yeah. totally see how that's like, well, that's not what I wanted. I want it to yeah. be serious. So 100% understand people saying that, but the gameplay itself, I still stand by this, was an absolute blast. All the gadgets you get to use, yeah, the stealth and or action. So I have a feeling that Legion's going to be fun to play unless they really screw the pooch on this thing. I just think the no main characters that really that you'll stick with, possibly. I mean, maybe you can start with one person that can be your person the whole time. I don't, I don't know how feasible that is. Um, that's just a big risk. So yeah. I don't know that it's a 100% bad move and it's going to fail, but I do think it's quite risky. Um, but I am curious to try it. There's a way to do it. Pro- like Devil May Cry, for for example, that's a great series where there's humor and there's goofiness, but like that. It's got it a lot really of campiness serious. to it, but it's fine. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. there are moments of seriousness. There are. Like somewhat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or at least with the more recent one, there was yeah. um, kind of like connecting some past storylines in and, and sort of giving you some conclusions. Sure. Sure. So it can be done. 
but yeah. um, they did talk. Actually, this is two games that uh, Ubisoft has coming out this fall that are very much about recruiting. Um, in one case, more of a squad, DeadSec, who you'll in control, and then we'll talk about it in a bit with, with Assassin's Creed, where it's more about recruiting your army. But there's a lot of recruiting happening in Ubisoft games this fall. Uh, they did show real quickly Brawlhalla and Might and Magic, a couple of mobile games. Um, go check those out if you're a mobile fan. Um, Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, this kind of looked like... A, I got vibes of, of Overwatch a little bit. I also got... Not, no, not so much Overwatch. More... Um, what was that one that was in the orange box? Oh, uh, Team Fortress? Yes, I got some Team Fortress vibes from this one a little bit, at least yeah. visually. But it's got a bunch of Tom Clancy characters all together. Sam Fisher and then <laughs> that villain from Ghost Recon Wildlands who had the tattoo yeah. on this. Oh, yeah. I, I recognized him. Anyway, it looks kind of hokey. I think it's a mobile game too. I think it's hilarious that everyone just wants a Splinter Cell game, like just for years now. It's like give us a Splinter Cell game, and they Dude. just won't do it. <laughs> and it's the same thing with Nintendo with Metroid. It's like we'll put Metroid's helmet in some stuff, and it's like stop it, just yep. give us a game. It's just you know. Um, they showed a pretty cool Rainbow Six Siege sizzle reel that showed like different <laughs> uh, devs and esports uh, players and some social sharing and just had some cool moments in there that at first I kind of rolled my eyes at, but as I watched it, I was like, all right, this game is generating a whole lot of really cool moments for a lot of people. So that's cool. I'm yeah. glad people are digging siege. It's just, it's been around for a few years now. It's very it popular. So. Yeah. They're yeah, celebrating so. five years. Yep. Um, what'd you guys think about hyperscape? This new kind of futuristic multiplayer first person shooter. They do it pretty clearly at the beginning says something about how there's a battle royale, but, yeah. With the with the storyline they seem to introduce, is there more to it, or is it just a reason to keep doing the battle royale? Is that there'll be well, cutscenes in between? Definitely that, because obviously Fortnite makes a billion dollars, so yeah, they they want in on some of that. But like, how do you incorporate a storyline that seems like at the level of what Ubisoft likes to do with the battle royale? I, I guess I yeah. don't really, because I mean you got 99 players, right? Yeah, and everyone's trying to kill each other. Yeah, but then you have like this really detailed story. Like I don't, I don't know. I mean, but MMOs, I guess, are like that. Like, yeah, your character will true. go into an area and then a cutscene happens. So, I mean, yeah. I I don't know. Um, I mean... It looks interesting. Like, visually, there's some interesting stuff there. And it looks like it's got fun power-ups and that whole deal. That This is the one that reminded me more of Overwatch, right? Because it's first-person and... And some of the some of the style des- design reminded me of it. Um, they're incorporating Twitch viewing to help change the environment while you're playing so people can vote to change the time of day or gravity settings mid-match things like that um and then so the setting is basically hey it's 30 35 years from now and the real world sucks really bad so some company created this vr world that we can all just jump into and keep playing hyperscape it's this world mm-hmm. called hyperscape and you and but the larger storyline of the game is that this company that made this VR world is there's apparently a whole bunch of fishy stuff going on. Shenanigans. Shenanigans and all that stuff. So I don't know. I don't have a lot of interest. I've never been big into battle royales, but it is. I'm curious as, as to what Ubisoft is trying to do here. Seems like yeah. they put a lot of effort into this one. So they do. Um, but then hey, Phil Spencer showed up, and uh, Derek, I'll give you one guess what he talked about. <laughs> Smart delivery. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Smart delivery. Wicked smart. Smart delivery. Um, but and he gave an introduction to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is cool. I'm glad he didn't talk for super long. Um, he looked a little sleepy, right? He did look a little. <laughs> like he looked like he just rolled up. He's like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to do that thing. Like Phil, did you record like, that for us? We're gonna launch today. Oh, hang on, give me a minute. Yeah. 
Smart um, pass. <laughs> they had time to get that last second, but they didn't have time to do a statement about their sexual harassment stuff. Sure. All right. Um, that was a big deal too, by the way, in the news was Ubisoft was like, we pre-recorded all this, so we don't have time to say anything about oh, yeah, all of our leadership stepping down. Allegations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The numerous allegations. It's it's allegations. And then when people start stepping down, I start going, um, yeah. Did they? Okay. Anyway. Um, so he introduced Valhalla. I just want to throw it to either one of you guys who wants to talk about Assassin's Creed, what you saw of it, what'd you think, and just give me some of your overall impressions. Because there were two different sections. They did kind of a shorter section here, then they closed out the official thing and went back and did a deep dive into it. But I thought this was a pretty deep dive. They showed a ton. So what'd you guys think of what you saw? I just watched the five-minute trailer. Do we want to get the negatives out of the way first? Yeah, give me whatever you got. It looked a little choppy to me. I don't know if that was just because it was streaming in, but... Mm-hmm. It looked like frame. Uh, the animation looked a little rough. Okay. They okay. weren't they weren't like super smooth. Yeah, I agree. Um, I noticed that a bunch of times actually. Yep. Yeah, and some shots looked beautiful, and then mm-hmm. others were a little rough. Yep. Here's what I I think is gonna happen. I think this is a current gen game that is being like pushed oh, on the next yeah. next gen, meaning like mm-hmm. like Black Flag. Yes, that's why I'm saying it. Oh, I, really I gotcha. Every time a new gen comes in, a, an Assassin's Creed game launches, but it's really built as if it's a current gen game, but it's just all it is is just upgraded for next gen. So I do think like we're going to get some of that choppiness that we're honestly used to, but I think in our heads we're, we're expecting more. Sure, so yeah. I did think it was a little choppy. I do think yep. it's going to look good. I think we're going to be blown away by how good it looks like in our yeah. face, 4K. Whether you're playing PS5, Xbox Series X, or for me, it's probably going to be PC. Um, I think it's going to look good, but I think overall, I, I've said this before, I don't get hype for sequels, even if I really, really want them. Because I already know what they are. They're they're changing some stuff, but they really didn't. Like if you think about it, like when we were playing Odyssey, there are like these big like siege type battles in Odyssey. Like that you're going yeah. into an area and you're you're siding with uh, one of the groups, whatever you decide to do, and then you you activate like a big battle. And you're yeah. part of that battle. Yeah, and I, I think they'll use a lot of those same systems. I think you're right. I think that's yeah. what this is. They're just presenting it in a different way and be like, no, you're 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 taking over these areas and it's gonna be this big battle. Yeah, you already did that. It'll probably be that same type of thing. Like in Odyssey, it was just one big open field and you could target yeah. different yeah, captains. Yeah. I have a feeling now it's just gonna be that, but in little sections. So there'll be that out in the open field, and then you have to do some sort of new thing they introduce to bust down the gate or climb up a ladder. I got and, like and then you have a new open field inside to fight that's my guess yeah so with with me watching the last kingdom recently and, and dude really, i was just gonna bring that up yeah, yeah yeah really enjoying the show as i was watching them explain like hey you're you're gonna you're gonna try to take over these sects and kingdoms and stuff like that i was like oh this feels like i'm getting to play the other side of what i watched with the last kingdom yeah so if um, i have to fight utrecht i quit yeah <laughs> I'm going to be disappointed. (laughs) But like the point is, is that I think that's the vibe that I got was that it's going to be all about. And they're trying to even mention it like in the beginning of the trailer. Like we want to show you that these guys weren't just these barbarians, that they had a reason and 
they had a, a, a goal here that was more than just, I like to kill. Yeah. So yeah. I think it will be a fun game and yeah. I'm excited for it, but I don't like, I wasn't blown away by anything. And yeah. that's not to knock what they showed. I thought what they showed was cool. I like the assassinations. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun game. I, it's like if you showed me The Witcher 4, I'm going to get excited for it, but I'm not going to be like studying it. Like, I already know what it is. So, so I'm just waiting for it to come out. When I think back to some of the other unveilings of Assassin's Creed, yeah, I don't remember them being as choppy as this. Um, but I mean, the worlds have just gotten progressively and progressively bigger. So there's that also. Yeah. Um, and there's more going on it's in them, more systems. Did you go back and watch, like, when you know how they'll post it in 4K? Sure. Go do that, and I okay. would imagine it'll be less choppy. I imagine the streaming. Okay. Um, well, I did notice it, too, some of the animations, but it didn't... No, I think I, the I, animations I, are Assassin's Creed animations. I just, finished, I just yeah. finished a DLC for AC Odyssey this past week, and... I feel like the main Odyssey game got a lot more QA and has been patched a lot more and a lot of the DLC yeah. stuff. As cool as it is and it looks, I had so many more glitches and janky okay. moments and tons of animation problems. Like it was just less tweaking. It, less tweaking, but they they added these massive new areas to explore, which is cool. But I found all kinds of glitches just exploring yeah. around and characters sometimes looked funky or were stuck in rocks. That was happening like crazy. Um, for me, at least. I don't know if it happens for everybody. That, so when I saw some of the jankiness, you could tell immediately we're done with the cinematic, which is so gorgeous. The cin- cinematic stuff for AC Valhalla was just amazing. Yeah. And there was no way, no one expected, at least I didn't expect, that's what the game will look like. Maybe sure. someday, and some gen, maybe maybe not this one, but some gen soon, hopefully, that's what it will look like. So I, I knew there would be a shift. It was just a little jarring when it showed the ship and even the oars kind of jitteried a little bit as they yeah, were yeah, rowing. Yeah. And I was like, oh boy, we're in a real game now. Like I just noticed right away, all right, we're done with the cinematic side. <laughs> Overall though, I thought it looked like a lot of fun. They're reintroducing some stealth elements that kind of were lost with Origins and Odyssey, it looked like, yeah. which is interesting because they said several times, like Vikings used stealth. They kept, they kept saying, like trying to convince us, don't worry, Vikings did use stealth. I was like, Maybe. that's honestly why. Also with Odyssey, like Odyssey did not feel like an Assassin's Creed game or yeah. or an Assassin's type of game to me at all. It just felt like I was yeah. like a Greek warrior, and it's well, like that's cool, but. Again, in the DLC, especially in the second one, the first one not so yeah. much. The second one, they overpower the they they jack up the enemy's strength quite a bit and their yeah. abilities to really kill you pretty quickly so i i had to stealth a lot more yeah um than before so it started to feel more like ac for two reasons one i had to use stealth a lot more and be a little Mm. smarter i couldn't just run in there and take everybody out and also it got a lot more janky i was like yeah here's the ac (laughs) i've come to know and love um but um, but, um, overall i thought it was good i am totally going to play the male version I, i i knew that they got a lot of backlash for at first everyone thought Everyone thought this was going to be a male-only protagonist, yeah. which in my mind I was like, who cares? A lot of games are female-only. You don't get me. I'm not all mad that Control didn't have a male option. Why are you guys mad? Like anyway, um, but they of course have a female version, and they wanted to double down on that by doing the entire demo with the female version. Sure, um, that's fine. That's which I'm going to pick again, whoever has the boy the better voice acting because that's what dude, I did with Odyssey. The male so. guy, uh, the ma- male guy, the male version of Ivor is the guy who played Knut in the last kingdom if you guys watch that oh, the red-headed okay. guy um derek knows who canute is because his name is so close to a different word um so actually and, you know so do you know what i did like with this 
yeah, what tell they me. showed, dude. Yeah. Building your own little village. I yeah, what did they stuff. say about that specifically? It seemed pretty so I, vague. Well, so I I think you're kind of basically building little like outposts or little ta- town outpost areas, like and it looked it showed like really fast, but it showed that the buildings getting like more detailed. So obviously, yeah. as you're pumping money and and resources into that town, yeah, um, it, it'll get maybe a bit bigger and there'll be more things happening, which I'm super into because like I missed that back from like all the way what was it Assassin's Creed two? I think it was two when you are building up your uncle's town or whatever. Yeah, like I I love that in in that game. So like I it, did too. Um. The thing that jumped out at me, though, is I think it's going to be a little bit more like that game and like Suikoden, where it's yeah. when you meet the right character and have the right resources, you add that thing to a predetermined spot in your settlement. So anyone ex- who's expecting some yeah. kind of city building price. No, no, no. I just like I like just the actual just the yeah. basic like, you know, you have this town and it's a little run down now. But I you're totally. getting money and stuff. Totally. It. Trying to give us more incentive, like when we are attacking Saxon castles and stuff like that and we're looting yeah villages and stuff not only looting gear and stuff like that but we're looting gold and all all these things i think that's to help us build up our settlement so i think it gives you like a purpose to why you're doing this yep i'm super into that sort of stuff you know they gave us another purpose for exploration i'm glad you mentioned that because that reminds me they they did talk about how abilities are not necessarily going to be something with leveling up i don't even think they're going to have levels i thought i saw a number though down by the health bar i'll have to look at that again yeah um, but anyway, levels don't unlock abilities. You have to get these books, kind of these ancient scripts that will teach you new abilities. And so mm. exploring is what unlocks abilities. Now, I do think there's still skill trees where you can – I'm assuming that's more of a increase your stats or your rates of stuff, and then yeah. abilities are earned through these books. So that's what that's the vibe I got from it. I could be wrong, um, but it seems like they're trying to approach stuff differently. You can now do things like – I mean you could hunt before, but there was not really incentive to unless you were tasked with going to hunt something. Yeah, but now they talk about how your health is only replenished when you actually replenish it with things in the world, whether it's food that you make or potions mm. or whatever. So um, things like hunting and fishing are a, a bigger part of the game yeah. now, just to survive while you're exploring. Uh, dual wielding any weapon you want, and shields. they even showed two shields at once, which was yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, they're introducing Weird. new weapons like harpoons, throwing axes, and it looked like some kind of uh, ball and chain type of weapon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like a flail. I think, is it a flail? Flail. Yeah, 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 flail. So a lot of cool stuff and some expected and confirmed. Like, okay, this is – I think Derek's spot on. I think this was designed on and designed for current-gen systems, which is not a bad thing. It's going to look great. Odyssey looks amazing. But it's going to – if anyone expecting a full next-gen leap compared to Odyssey, um, you should probably just check your expectations a little bit. Um, it's going to look great. It's going to have amazing moments. It's going to be fun, but it's not. It's still going to look current gen with a nice sheen on it if you play it on a new console. That's what I think. Uh-huh. So, or on PC for that matter. So, November seventeenth is the date for that one. So, can we just confirm that Xbox Series X is coming out November twentieth? It's like so obvious. Like we've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla coming out the seventeenth. You have. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 releasing November 19th, and then mm-hmm. that Friday, and and they've done it I think midweek before. I don't think consoles well, usually. Why wouldn't it be uh, like the 13th? Get it out before those games. That's what I'm saying. And maybe yeah. it's gonna be um, midweek. Yeah. The week before or something like that, or maybe yeah. that Friday before. Yep. I think it's. I don't know how those systems aren't releasing in those somewhere in that three-week window before Thanksgiving. They're both going to release. It's just a matter yeah. of when. 
So, yep, I totally agree. Also, Ubisoft, patch your leaks, dude, because uh, everyone knew about your final <laughs> announcement. I know, right? Uh, and that's Far Cry 6. But I will say it was a cool trailer. Like, I, again, yeah. there are, people have legitimate criticisms of the Far Cry series. I get it. If you're like, I don't want to play another one of those until they dot, dot, dot. Everyone's got their own personal rules, what they must do. I'm going to keep playing these games because they're a blast. I'm sorry. They're just a lot of fun. Taking over forts is fun. Leveling up your character is fun. The first person shooting is a blast. The weapons are fun. The explosions are great. And the stories generally are good enough to keep me pushing through. Like I, I understand that some people want more, but I do know it's funny when you ask people what it is they want. What is the thing you want? And I don't think there's a whole lot of clear definition to that. It's more just like, I've just played this before already. And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, the thing that they do well, these teams that make the um, Far Cry games, is that when they do that initial trailer, it's always the villain trailer, right? It's always like, this is the trailer of us showing the game. Actually, you're gonna you're gonna meet the villain, and they're amazing. Those trailers are always. I think Joseph Seed was revealed in the for Far Cry Five right away. Yep. Far Cry Five. Well, so he was less intense. He was just more of like a religious sort of nutcase. Right. Um. Whereas like they're kind of with this uh, with this villain going back to like like oh he's he's just gonna murder everyone. He doesn't yeah, he's an evil like, dictator. Yeah. He's teaching his son a lesson as people are yeah. storming the gates of their teaching presidential boss palace. How to kill. Teaching are you to are you feeling one hundred percent sure that this young kid Diego is gonna be Voss? Oh, I mean, he's calling him Diego. So like, I don't, re- I don't remember enough from three to if he ever mentioned like he was like someone else. His name was different or. I something. think it would have been super cool if they pulled something like that off, but no, I don't think it's possible. I mean, he does have similarities. He looks like he could be a young version of him, and he does have that little scar element yeah. on the eyebrow. Which, by the way, but... like, Vaz probably isn't Vaz's real name. So they well, totally can pull it off sure. and be like, no. Yeah, but do in Far Cry 3, do they ever tell you his real name? Right. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I don't remember if they, if there was a I moment, either. you know, where he was like, oh, like I used to be someone else and now I'm yeah. this, you know, so. Yeah. I don't know. I'm but, not sure. But it is coming out February 18th of 2021. Um, again, everyone knew this like two days before. Sure. Uh, but it is what it is. Ubisoft is a huge company and things leak. It happens. Um, so there you go. There was the main show, and then they jumped back into Valhalla. They had a couple of things with combat that I thought were cool. They do have a lot with staggering, so like using your bow and arrow mid battle is a big way to keep the enemy off their off balance while you're trying to figure out how to go into attack next. Um, I don't know if it's an actual stagger meter, but it looks like their balance is a or stun meter. I guess they're calling it here. It's a stunning. It's all about stunning the enemy. Um, in, in Valhalla. And so it reminded me for a second when I was watching this one boss fight they had play out, it, I was like, oh, it's a little Neo 2-like where that stagger meter is such a big deal. Nowhere near as difficult, don't get me wrong, but like it just reminded me of that where you can start doing damage once you get them weakened yeah. uh, with their stagger meter. I don't know if that's true or not, but I got that's the vibe I got a little bit. A little Final Fantasy VII remake perhaps? A little, little bit. Could be, little, yeah, where, you, where finally you can really do the damage, right? Where you yeah, get rid yeah. of that one meter. Um... I thought the recruiting looked kind of interesting. So I got a lot of vibes of Witcher 3 and God of War from this. And of course, yeah. a lot of that's to do with the setting. Both of those games have a very Nordic uh, history to them, right? And setting to them. Um, and this one, of course it does too. Um, but I also got a lot of, I don't know, it looked like a lot of varied environments because England, especially during that time period, it's just really pretty 
and varied country. So there's going to be a lot of different environments to explore. It looked really cool. But to Derek's point, I think there's going to be, or maybe it was you, Dan, who said this, uh, there's going to be moments where it's like, oh, that's pretty. And then moments where it's like, yeah, well, they didn't quite finish that shot. That's yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, some of the shots were just not like as detailed as some of the yeah. other ones, which I mean, yeah. you know, that happens with trailers sometimes. I mean, they this area got spruced up more than this other area, you know, give yeah. us some time. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so they just and they, that deep dive showed a whole bunch of other side missions and some NPCs, and they revealed. Last thing I'll say about it, you can actually get a cat that then lives on your longboat. That every time you go raiding, oh. that cat's just hanging out I on mean, your boat. I mean, Goaty, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I think Last of Us Two needs to step aside. Valhalla yep. just took the crown. Absolutely. Easily. Kitty cat on the boat. So there you go. There was Ubisoft's forward. Overall, I thought it was fine. Not bad for a first showing. I mean, there have definitely been worse. Uh, first attempts into this type of presentation. I still think Sony's first state of play was one of the worst things. Um, <laughs> thankfully, they've gotten better, but that was real bad, their first one. Mm. Um, so this was fine. It was fine, yeah. um, but it didn't really it do much good knowing that to it surprise was us. One of many. If this would have been like their E3 type show, it, I was disappointed until yeah eves or whatever he said he's like we will have a future one and i was like oh, yeah, they okay. said there's another one coming this year with Later a lot more year. game announcements yeah. yeah so so once i knew that this was just oh this is just a small show because honestly i thought i didn't do a lot of research i was like oh ubisoft's having a show and it's in july you know this is around e3 time or a month past when e3 normally is so maybe this is their e3 presentation yeah so to a certain extent it is, but it's probably like a third of it. I'm yeah. guessing this is going to be some of the closest that they've had three of their biggest franchises released. So within four months, they're going to have a new installment of Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, and Far Cry. That's pretty close. As long as nothing together. gets delayed again. but Just totally possible. I okay. think the two that are launching around console launch time will definitely not get delayed. The only one that could would be Far Cry. Yeah. They're not going to miss the launch of a console yeah sure. that's one of the reasons why i like ubisoft is not only because they make great games but i like that they're smart business-wise like they understand they can make a killing off of yeah they catch the waves every, every time yep. yep they're the only like major publisher that's like we must launch two or three games yep. they're they're also pretty humble too because like they've literally like um gone back and been like listen like we're gonna just rein things in like we're sorry about the, sh the some of that stuff in that game i can't remember which one it was more recently oh, ghost recon yeah yeah the more the yeah. newer one and yeah. and they go back and they fix things like yeah. they're like listen we that was not at you know the level it needed to be we're sorry yeah. and they did gonna... it with the division right the people yeah, were yeah. kind of met on the division and they stuck with it and they're like we're gonna make this what you want and then people yeah. loved the division yeah. uh rainbow six siege Rainbow Six that Siege was not hot yeah. when it came out. Yep, they yep, made yep. it hot. So there you go. There's they've got a great track record of yeah. hearing sticking what people say, yeah. sticking with it, and making yeah. stuff better. So out of all the big boys, they're the best big boy. So. Yeah, they are the best big boy without a doubt. Uh, I still like EA the most. So <laughs> oh, you, you would. You shill. <laughs> all right. Um. No, so that does it for the Ubisoft forward stuff. Let's talk about some stuff that we are currently playing. Um, Dan, let's start with you. Anything that you're currently playing now that are you doing Last of Us 2 some more? Are you kind of just trying to do some small filler stuff till Ghost of Tsushima comes out? What are you doing? 
Yeah, I've been bouncing around. I, I went back into that funk after Last of Us, but also I knew Ghost of Tsushima was coming. Were you out, depressed because that game yeah. was a little depressing? Maybe it's like, oh, everything else is not as high quality as this. That's a bummer. Um, but no, yeah. Oh, no, by the I'll, way, before you jump into what you're playing, I was gonna ask yeah. you, are you gonna do a full replay of of Final Fantasy VII Remake? Did you already do that? No, or... I'm going to because I need to get the platinum. So I need okay. to do my uh, my hard uh, difficulty playthrough. Um, okay. And again, so now that I have the TV, because that's also why I was waiting, because contemplating the TV at the time. So I was like, you know, if I'm going to do all these, like, so my Last of Us 2 full, uh, my second playthrough, I'm going to do that now, like after Tsushima. Okay. Um, But yeah, so I've been bouncing around with some things to also see how it looks on the new TV. Yep. Um, I mean, Bloodborne's not super new. But, I mean, I wanted to just see how that would look because, you know, the environments are beautiful. Like, to, that's a pretty gorgeous game environmentally. Um, it's got really characters great designs. Are kind of gross. Yeah, but I love the design in that game. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the gothic horror. Yeah, it's um, just so designed I, really well. And I saw John Martin was like, oh, let me give this a shot again. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to download that, too. I'll, yeah. I'll pop it in. There you uh, go. So that's um I still feel the same about the Souls games, Soul-type games. I, I, I think I'm just kind of done with them to be honest just they they all just are the same to me it there's not there's not really like heavy emphasis on story i know there's some story there that if you want to dig and find there's some stuff there dude you have no idea the lore how deep it goes <laughs> but like it, it the, i just don't think the combat is that great i just <gasps> really don't i just For, i'm sorry what game are we talking about i don't know <laughs> what the hell blood, are you talking about blood are you what are you even doing right now <laughs> I'm literally just rambling on about Bloodborne. All right, so I got to hear why you're not digging the combat, because I do think the one saving grace, not one saving grace, Bloodborne's an awesome game in a lot of different ways, but the thing that makes it, to me at least, become really, really great is the combat. So what is it you're not liking about the combat now that you're playing it again? I think I just prefer, like, combat systems that are more like a Devil May Cry or a Bayonetta. Okay. I, I prefer them if they're gonna be challenging, fine, but have the there needs to be some smoothness to it, you know, it needs to be more actiony and, and like hmm. and like maybe have some special moves that you like learn as you're leveling up and, and all these cool like kind of interesting things that you can do. But blood I don't know, the Souls games, the the Bloodborne, the, the movement just feels so heavy. Even when you have less equipment that allows you to move more quickly and like do uh the roll like rolling out of the way a bit faster like it just still like it looks like awkward i think and it just feels a little awkward hmm. um and so yeah i don't know again it's it's just it's not the same as like a devil may cry and that and if i'm gonna play a game that's like actiony that that is what i prefer boy so hearing you say that makes me want all the witcher 3 haters who just keep pointing to bloodborne as <laughs> why witcher 3 sucks so bad to be like guys yeah. What do you think about Dan over here? Should we kill him? What should we do? I, <laughs> I mean, I don't I remember disliking the combat of Witcher yeah. 3. So, and yeah, it, it, it's not that I dislike it. Again, I just I feel like as I'm playing it and I'm dodging these enemies and it's like, oh, like I trying not to die like it's just it's more it's also I think it's also the anxiety of the game like cuz you don't want to die. Yeah. Cuz then you have to repeat everything and and go back and and collect your souls or um Yeah. Uh, what is it in Bloodborne? It's not souls, but something else. The vials or whatever yeah. they are. Yeah, the blood vials or whatever. The, uh, I tell you what, though, the feeling in those games, specifically Bloodborne, because that's when I played the most of all different types of souls games, yeah. the feeling of when you finally are powered up enough to just roll through those areas 
Yeah. And even though you still gotta be careful, because even the weakest enemies are pretty tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. For the most part, you can just roll. Boy, that feeling is pretty great as you really get powered up. And yeah. I do like that. I respect no. the difficulty and like you having to learn like, like this enemy is gonna do these things and it's gonna be different than this other enemy. So you have to like really you have to learn it. And I, I do respect that. But I, yeah, yeah, again, I just I I want something that's like flashy and a bit faster. And it can be challenging, but I, I want the speed to be there, and, and, you know, I just want it to be more interesting when I'm playing it. So. All right, now that you've got all the listeners hating on you, what, what else are you playing? <laughs> um, so speaking of fast combat, uh, Transformers Devastation, which okay. was a PlayStation Plus game a while back. Um, and I was interested in it, because it so it's uh, Platinum Games. Yeah, I played this game. They always make fun games. Uh, yep. Combat-wise, they're always pretty fun. Um, so I think this one's pretty cool because it's, you know, Transformers is an American property, but Platinum Games does, they're a Japanese developer, so they make a lot of Japanese style games aesthetically and just the, um, the worlds and the characters, you know, very, very Japanese. So I, I think it's interesting to combine the two things, um, especially since this game is taking the, uh, the uh, visual aesthetic of uh, classic Transformers as opposed to like the Michael Bay movies. Right. So it looks more like the older cartoons or like, I think there was comics too for Transformers. Do you uh, do straight Saturday morning cartoons? So I played yeah. through this game, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago also because it was free. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty fun, really repetitive, but pretty yeah. fun. And it's, it's short. Straight up Saturday morning cartoon. Storyline yeah. and everything. It's great. The music is excellent. Just yeah. the, the metal, the guitar riffs going and yeah. everything with like the boss fights. It's super yeah. cool. But yeah, I, would actually it, com- I would compare it to Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 in terms of its simplicity and repetitiveness. Okay. But also if you just want some kind of lighthearted Saturday morning cartoon style fun. Yeah. Um, it's right. It's right in that same vein, in my opinion, where it's yeah. like, yeah, maybe maybe technically if you had to really score it, it would land in the six and a half to seven and a half out of ten. Somewhere in that range. Maybe yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair to say, but still fun. So I, I hear you. Yeah. Also, uh, the you know that dude who does uh, Optimus Prime. That dude is just always doing everything. He's just oh. always making that. He's always doing that Optimus voice, and oh. I appreciate that because that that voice is just perfect for that character. So he must answer the phone that way too. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I would absolutely. Um, and then uh, I finally started watching Dark Netflix's uh show Dark season two. That show's this... messed up, man. I start. I'm on like episode two. <laughs> that show that is wicked, weird. Doc Tim. It's wicked. Doc. <laughs> it's really messed up. Yeah. It's it's such an excellent show though. I know Jeff just started watching it. Um, I yeah. think he finished season two. So, um, okay. yeah, I'm it, only on episode two, so don't tell me anything. But okay. it's, it's weird already. <laughs> it's it's like like it's almost like school. Like you have to like pay attention. It's and just yeah. really, it's almost like you need to take notes because like first of all, it's a German show. So if you're gonna watch it with the subtitles, like not only are you having to read what everyone's saying. But then, like, remembering everything while reading it and not just, like, hearing the English voices. So I watch it in, uh, I watch it dubbed, actually, and it's not that bad. So the English voice acting is, is not terrible. I was going to say, I right away switched it off, but I didn't give it a chance. I just turned yeah. on the German voices with subtitles. Yeah, I just I, – once I got the, 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 the notion that this was going to be a very confusing show, I was like, let me just, like, have this be in English so I can just absorb the information and try to, like – yeah, that's fair. Along. Um, Guys, does that make me uh, a Nazi since I listened to it in German? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Definitely. So somebody sure. will punch you soon. 
because just making sure. always punch Nazis. So yeah, got it. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's such an excellent show, and like there's just there's so many characters, which I think is a strength and a weakness because if, if it's hard for you to keep track of like all these characters, and especially with it having the different timelines. Yeah. Then there's the different actors playing them in the different timelines, so it's like right. wait, so is that is that this per- like what was that person's name again? So. Yep. Um. But it's also what makes it really interesting of how everything connects together. All these characters, everything's interwoven just really beautifully. So, yeah. There you go. It's a great show. So. And it's German. Um, yeah. Derek, all of a sudden your background got real dark, and all I see is you and the top of your chair floating in space. Oh, there you go. There goes to Tsushima. Anything you're playing these days that you wanted to touch on before we get into Dan's game? Uh, yeah, I finished Days Gone to my second playthrough. Um, so that was nice to finish um, because I definitely did not enjoy it as much after I played The Last of Us 2 twice. Just it plays rough compared to The Last of Us 2, but I've said that before. Yeah. But it was nice to still finish it off. And then the game I've been investing probably the most time in has actually been Greedfall. I'm level 27, and I'm pretty far into the story. And the only thing I would add, um, because I've made it known how I felt felt about this game before, is they've uh, kicked it up a notch with like really throwing at you some Bioware, Bioware like story and character stuff. So really appreciated that. I like the, the how smart the game is. Again, it's clunky some of the dialogues trash but like overall this to me is a 7 7.5 out of 10 experience and when i consider and i've said this before this being a small studio this isn't a major triple a studio i give them a little bit of a break so all, overall really quality game i am looking forward to, to finishing it i will finish it probably not before it goes to shishima Especially since I, I also uh, booted up Control. I bought it on PC, and so I, I'm starting my second playthrough on that. How's it look? Uh, pretty amazing. I was actually playing it today on my 1440p. Not because my 1440p looks better than my 4K. It doesn't. But to run it with like ray tracing and everything like that and still get high frames per second, 1440p is the way to go. So I've been messing around on both monitors. Gameplay is really good. I, I do. The game is great. Well, it, what I was going to say is the game plays better with the higher frames per second. Like, you can really feel the difference. I remember the first time I played um, the first Tomb Raider remake on at 60 frames per second. Because the first time I played through it, it was, like, it was like 25 to 30 frames per second on Xbox 360. Oh, like a peasant. I, yeah. And I remember when they remastered it and re-released it on the PS4 and it was 60 frames per second. That feeling, that action third-person shooter feeling and how great it feels, that's how I feel about control. But take that feeling and then triple to four times the visuals, it looks amazing. Now, either one of you, have you or do you plan to play the story DLC they put out for this thing? Well, that's the cool thing, uh, and one of the reasons why I bought the game. I got it cheap on Epic, but also 
I've been buying a lot of the DLC. They have, the way Epic Store does it is they'll have these special promotions where they give you a $10 off coupon and you can use it on anything that's above $14.99. So if, it, if a game's price $14.99, you can take $10 off of it. And again, the coupon is used multiple times. So I bought actually the DLC for for uh, one of the DLCs for Control for $5. And then I also bought one of the DLCs for Borderlands 3 for 5 bucks. Hmm. Brand new one, the one that just launched. Yep. I got it for $5. So, nice. so yeah, I do actually want to... I don't know if I'll play through Control again, but I am enjoying it. So I, Boy, I, I would need to start from the top on that game to get to the DLC because I feel like I'd be like... Yeah. What is happening again? I really, I really wanted to play it. Like I remember them saying, "Oh, here's the roadmap, and we're gonna do all this DLC." And some of yeah. it looked like I was like, "Oh, story DLC," but yeah. like I hate when it's like a year later. It's like I don't, rem- I don't remember. No. Yeah. You know? Totally. So how many have they released? Two, or is it only one for one story? I think, but they have, they have one before that. That was like a free update of stuff. Yeah. Okay. And then they had a story that was called like the. The Federation or something like that. Okay. Founda- the Foundation. I can't. Well, that's like that. what I bought. I bought the DLC. That's like the story DLC. Yeah, yeah, because that's the one that cost me. I think they have one more planned. I can't remember their plans. It's been a while since I, I bought saw it. the Foundation. Foundation. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how well this game sold too. Like I, I, yeah. I feel like I kept hearing it didn't sell super, super well. So I'm just surprised that they still. Yeah, got critical out. praise, of course. Yeah, and people Still like us who play everything, we enjoyed it a lot. It was right up there on the running for our game of the year. You know, when we did game of the year discussions. Um, but yeah, it doesn't necessarily always translate over to sales. So yeah, yeah, I'm not sure either. Uh, a couple games I've been playing. Just wanted to mention real quick. Smoke and Sacrifice is a pretty cool little indie game. That's for I think it's on Game Pass. It's it's been on some of those services before. Game Pass, maybe Games with Gold, maybe PlayStation plus i can't remember anyway uh it's a kind of a um how do i describe it it's a lot like secret of mana in terms of in terms of its combat right it's got that Hmm. somewhat isometric slash overhead view but your character is actually more 2d so it feels more like a an old playstation one or super nintendo game when you're fighting because the hit boxes are very generous you could kind of be up and above them a little bit and you hit in their direction and it might connect and it might not so some of the combat feels a little bit like an old Secret of Mana game, um, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's The combat's fine. It's also a survival game where you have to continuously craft stuff and upgrade stuff. It's a fun little game. It's fine. I was playing it on my cabin vacation. It was a nice kind of, I think I put three, four hours into it. Don't know if I'll keep going, but it was fun. I liked it. Um, Thief Simulator, which is the whole concept of it's so stupid. Like I read the description of it and it was like, you get to be a thief and you get to go and scope out these houses and figure out people are home or not and steal their <laughs> valuables. And I was like, what a dumb game. Beanies. But, but it's only $2. So I'm going to grab it. So I grabbed it and I started playing it. It's, it's surprisingly fun, but stupid visually guys, visually it's bad. It's a really yeah. old looking game. It reminds me of like a mid 2000s pc game where like moments it's fine but also the character models are awful like it's visually (laughs) not impressive but there is something to be said about how fun it is to stealth around these little neighborhoods and steal all their valuables and successfully get back to your car and drive to the pawn shop and make a bunch of money and then upgrade your thieving gear i mean it's simple it's stupid I think it's they're still gonna, $2. They're not going to trace that back either. I mean, you're selling it at the pawn shop. They're not going to have got that record, you know? Yeah. So. And if you want to sell jewelry, you have to 
buy some jewelry tools and go into your hideout and take the jewelry apart before you go sure. sell it. Of course. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't play Greedfall. You should keep playing this game. <laughs> I don't even think I have. Do I have Greedfall? Yes, you own Greedfall. I don't think That's I own you... it. I can't hear anything. I don't think I own it. Um, I can't hear anything. Is this from uh, the same people that did Surgery uh, Simulator? I don't. Because that game looks like so. not great, but like it was goofy and fun. I don't think, I think Surgeon Simulator is more cartoony, okay. whereas Thief Simulator is trying to go for a, at least a little bit more of a realism okay. in its visuals. It's not trying to be as cartoony. Um, and lastly, just real quick, I want to mention I'm playing uh, Sniper Elite 3 Ultimate Edition on the Switch. It was on sale. Um, I think it was only like 12 bucks or something like that. And so I grabbed it. That game, again, it's a last-gen game, and it looks like it, but it also doesn't look horrible, and it runs fairly well on the Switch. It's always super satisfying to pull off a, an awesome sniper shot from a long distance and everything goes slow-mo and you see the bullet just yeah. crash through their skulls or whatever. I was going to so. say, is that the one that has like the Mortal Kombat X-ray like, yes. vision, but like a yeah. bullet instead? So you yeah, can, depending like, on where you hit them, it'll be like yeah. lung shot, heart shot. Like It'll tell you like what where you hit them and you get points have, for it and stuff. Have you shot them in the nads yet, Tim? Because I'm pretty sure not. that's a thing. I have not. Sh- but... Try shooting them in the nads. I think there's like a whole thing. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that next time. Yeah, give them a nad but... shot. Yeah, those games are, I mean, Sniper Elite games, if anyone's played them, you know that they're decent. They're kind of that mid-tier. Derek and I talk about this all the time, uh, at least we used to, where it's like, now that there's AAA and Indies, there's not a whole lot of games in between. He talks a lot about Greedfall. I think something like Sniper Elite, that series, falls in that same vein as like Greedfall, where it's it's yeah. not going to hit all the boxes a AAA game will, but it's still fun. It's still, it's fine, you know? Um, and it's set during World War II, so if you like more historical stuff, it's uh, that's where it is. All right, well, let's uh, move on to the next section here. Dan's got – I don't know what the game is. So I'm just going to let you take it away. It's time for some current Ben – current Ben? Current Gen Battlesquare. Uh, Dan, take it away before I keep talking. Well, Tim, you know, normally we get into the – into the battle square and we fight and we get points but you know what today we're not doing that all right all there's right. a more serious pressing matter that we need to attend to we're going on a side quest all right because something something happened and you know what happened someone took our fluffy boy tim someone <laughs> took our fluffy boy someone took our fluffy boy that's a little reference to brooklyn 99 by the way if you don't watch that show it's hilarious please watch it <laughs> um, so all of these animal characters were stolen from their games. Got it. Uh, we have since retrieved them, but I need help to identify them. Um, so I'm going to give you descriptions of these various characters. So I have uh, three descriptions and then a fourth bonus one in case you still can't figure it out. Um, whoever can think, like once, like if I rattle off the first one and you know what it is, just like, I don't know say i know what it is or something yeah, we got no buzzer but we'll just yell or actually don't we have the little we have these little emoji things here like the thumbs up right could do that if all that, right yeah if that's first easy. emoji gets it do you, do you want to play along there derek or are you just gonna sit there and be a little a little punk you know what like oh i don't want to do that no no hey, i don't care which one you click on yeah no dick there you go. Um, so yeah, if, if you know what it is, click on one of them, and then you give the answer, and you'll get 200 points. And then if we get to question four and you still haven't figured it out, that's 100 points. So. All right, let's do it. All right, so the first one, easy, or should be easy. All right, I'm from a game in an RPG series. Okay. No? Okay. N- next. The color of my fur is red. Timothy? Red 13. That is correct. 
boom in your points. face, Teague. I don't even know what we're doing. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, Dan, I'm pretty sure Derek is playing a game or scrolling Facebook. I can't sure. tell. He's he's yeah. not listening to us. I can tell I you that. I gave a whole little story here, like a little like context, and he's just like, whatever. Dan's talking. I don't get my hour and forty minutes of talking like the last episode. So, <laughs> I'm about to fall asleep. What are y'all talking about? What am I doing? I just knew I had to hit this. There you okay. go. Yeah. I hit it. And, you, and we got the slow, sarcastic clap. I'm emoji. giving you descriptions of animal characters. If you know what it is, when I give you the description, click on the thing. Okay. All right. Okay. Animal characters. Got it. Yes, animal characters. In video. <laughs> yes. See, but I, have, I haven't even said anything yet. So. Yeah. All right. So. For those of you just listening, Derek continues to click the slow, sarcastic clap emoji. Over if, and over again. If this was like a trivia night at like a bar or something. And You'd like be somewhere. gone. Yeah. Yeah. He would just, they'd kick him out because they'd be like, yeah. hit the buzzer only when you, and he would just keep hitting the buzzer. Like, <laughs> like, get the hell out of here, guy. <laughs> all right. So, all right. The next one. My middle name is actually uh, what I go by. Mm. My middle name is actually what I go by. Nothing yet. Okay. I'm the sidekick to a beloved video game character from the 90s. Ah. Uh... Okay. Nothing? Nothing yet. Okay. I use two tails to fly slash hover around. Well, Tails. Yes, but his full name is Miles Tails Prower. His last name is Prower? Yes, but Tails is actually his middle name, apparently. So, so. it got them actually like in the family units and stuff with houses yeah. and neighborhoods. Yeah. I actually forgot his name was Miles. I was like, oh yeah, that is actually his first name, isn't it? All right, so next one. Um, let's see here. So these are going to, you know, oh, I tried to make them harder as we went along. I don't spend a lot of time on my feet. Uh, okay. Keep going. My name, much like my companion, is based on a musical instrument. Okay. That's ringing a bell, but I... keep going. Okay. My companion and I finally made an appearance in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. <clears throat> companion? Is that like a really progressive way to say his husband or something? Like, what is this? I was just saying companion. <laughs> no? Because <laughs> now we're on to the bonus question. Wait, oh, oh, here we go. Here's my thumbs up. Yeah. Kazooie. Yeah, there we go. Get it? Because he's Kazooie. not on his feet. Kazooie, Ban- Banjo and Kazooie. Banjo and Kazooie. He's always he's not on his feet. He's in the bag most of the time. The there you go. <laughs> Derek, again, for those of you, again for those of you who are just listening, Derek just fell asleep in his chair. Yeah. He's gone. He's out. All right. Uh, all right. So next one. I was initially viewed as a mascot for one of the console big boys. Okay. I am a genetically enhanced version of a real animal that reside. Oh. Crash. Yeah. Bandicoot. That's for Gaston, by the way. Little Gaston. Crash Bandicoot. I still remember that commercial back when Sony was trying to be like the cool bad boys. With the megaphone? In the 90s. And the megaphone, he would walk around yelling. And then I remember him throwing egg. He was They were egging the Nintendo office. Yes. yeah. <laughs> Which always makes me think of the office. Yeah, it does. All right. I think so, they were egging it. Or maybe he was just yelling at him. But he yeah. was, anyway, I remember him being at the Nintendo office. Yes. All right. So next one. God damn it, Derek, knock it off. You're not even... Do you, are you not getting any of these? Or do you, 
you legitimately not getting these? I got tails, but you just let Tim Timothy answer. He didn't even give me a chance. He hit the thing. I hit the thing. That's what she said, or he said. All right. Doesn't My matter. grandfather used to cause a lot of trouble for a certain video game character. Tim All right. So this is going to be Diddy Kong. No. no, no, no. This is Donkey Kong. Yes. Specifically Donkey Kong Jr., because I guess his grandpa is technically Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. But yes, that is correct. Derek, you're doing terrible, by the way. Good. <laughs> I don't want to win your games. <laughs> of course you don't. Uh, all right, so next one. This one might be a little harder. That's what uh, my said. first appearance. <laughs> yes, there you go. You know what? 100 points. There you go. 100 points just for your shenanigans. There the you go. Just for that. Nice. Yeah, consolation point. <laughs> my first appearance was not in my platforming games, but in Diddy Kong Racing. Okay. Nothing yet. Originally targeted at a family audience, my second outing was a bit more on the violent oh. and crude side. Yeah, that's going to be uh, Conquer, right? Yes, correct. Timothy again. Conquer. Uh, is that still a franchise? Are they still making that? No. Rare, I, I think Xbox and Rare are the ones that would have to do something. They've never done anything except that, like, when they were introducing Spark that. Spark or whatever? Yeah, and they are like, oh, making that's right. They're, yeah, like, yeah. hype people, and people are like, we want a Conquer game. Yeah. They're like, but Spark. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. All right, last one. Uh, much like the other individuals the main character comes across, I can be recruited as an optional companion. Okay. Uh, my remarkable senses and tracking abilities come into good use when the main character is searching for a certain individual. It's whatever from Metal Gear Solid. It is not. Thanks. <laughs> You're in D Dog, right? Diamond Dog. Dick Dog. <laughs> no, that's incorrect. All right, Thank next you. question. I'll try to be a good boy even in this post apocalyptic world I find myself in. Fallout 4 dog. But what's his name? Fallout 4 dog. Well, technically, Fallout 3. Isn't his name... I think his name is Todd. It's not. <laughs> Do you not remember his name? I have not never played it. Or whatever. He gets Fallout. Whatever. You know what, Tim? You have like a thousand billion points, so I'll give it to Derek. <laughs> yes, dog but... Meat. Dog Meat was his name. I let dog Tim, Meat. I let Tim win these things because... <laughs> His self-worth is extremely bright. Yeah, he knows how much I need this. So thank Obviously. you, Derek, for doing that. Well, I texted him, and I just put, let me have this. <laughs> You're already better looking than me. Yeah. Better person out. That's right. You got be- we got more Ks, right, by far. Way more Ks than I do. Well, he found all the fluffy boys. Uh, Tim, you found most of them. You have 1,200 points. Derek, you have 300. I am cre- keeping track of this. With the other games that we've done, so. you don't care. But, uh, Please understand. You apparently don't care about animals because you barely put any effort in. You've got oh, 300 true. points worth of animals. Care about animals? I don't care about kids. I don't care about <laughs> wives. I don't. Care. Wives? Plural? Yeah. <laughs> what do you? Yeah, mean? he says that, but when one of his kitties comes nearby, he goes into like a little sure. boo 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 mode. Taking pictures of them. Yeah. I love them little kittens. Yeah. Well, All right, thanks, Dan. Uh, let's do another game so we can get some more points going. Maybe either me or Derek can come up with one so you can get some points for yourself. 
next time. Uh, there's not a whole lot of headlines to close us out. We know that Microsoft does finally have their games showcase on the books, and it's going to happen on July 23rd, which is, what is that, two weeks? A little, little less than two weeks. So, yeah, we'll talk about that on an upcoming episode. Um, maybe I'm next week we would talk about Shima coming out. Ghost of Tsushima comes out this Friday, so that'll be next week's episode. We'll all be talking about our thoughts on that one so far. Um, <laughs> expectations are high, for me at least. I don't know about you guys. My expectations well, they were high last time, and they failed, so. <laughs> right? With, uh, you mean Sucker Punch? No, uh, the Microsoft thing. Oh, no, we're talking about Ghost. He meant about Ghost. He threw oh, it to oh, Ghost yeah. of Tsushima. My expectations are high. Uh, I, but I agree with Daniel. I was going to say that. Like, my... I wouldn't say my expectations are high as far as like, I expect them to do this and this, but I think overall, this is a, a very, very important showcase. Yeah. I'm going to be dramatic like IGN and be like, the most important one. Shut up. You're stupid. <laughs> Shut but up. It's, it is important. I think they need to, they need to counter punch what Sony did. Sony had a solid show. Sony, at least for me, made me feel like i i did shift i shifted and i went from and of course it helps with me being big in pc now but i shifted from really excited for the xbox series x to now i'm like ps5 is my main focus if i can get a series x because i have the money or they're available cool yeah but ps5 is a guaranteed must have yep. Series X. yeah they've got me swayed at the moment as well to get a ps5 it's all about the games Sounds like performance on both is going to be pretty great, um, pretty negligible when it comes down to it. Um, because I'm also looking into getting into the PC world. We'll talk about that more. If I if I finally get there, then I'll talk about that more. But I'm with you. A PS5 is going to be the way to go. So I'm hoping that Microsoft delivers. My I don't actually have that high of expectations. I After their last one, I'm a little bit like, well, they're going to talk a big game. And I do not expect them to blow our stocks off that way. If they do, awesome. And that, I'll be excited about that. But for right now, my expectations are not super high. As I'm calling it somebody, a showcase, you know? I was going to so. say, as somebody who doesn't really follow any type of news media, including games, has Microsoft really even talked about this other than just saying, this is where we're going to show up first? No, it's almost, I think it leaked, and then they essentially just came out and confirmed it. And then they announced it. So I don't know if that was in reaction to the leak or what, but... Someone said, you know, there's an insider saying it's going to be July 23rd. And then I think within 24 hours, they made the official announcement. So I think they should just shut their mouths and just say, hey, we have a show and that's it. That's it. They should do what Nintendo's doing and say nothing. Uh, Nintendo did give a little Treehouse live gameplay session for Paper Mario, which I should mention does look like a lot of fun. Um, really cute, that whole deal. Again, not necessarily something that I need day one personally, but it does look fun. Um, the new Paper Mario game. Uh, and then they teased. I remember them announcing this, like, hey, there's also, after that gameplay, the live treehouse, we're going to unveil a brand new game from way forward, and don't miss it. And so they built up, like, hey, at, at the end of this, we're going to show a brand new game. And, All right, guys, here comes the brand new game. And so then here comes a trailer, and it's a Bakugan game. Yeah. Bakugan. I was like, that's your big fall release that you want to talk about right now? Okay. All right. And Fair. then they talked about a Yu-Gi-Oh game and a Beyblade game, Monster <sighs> Rancher. They just went right back into Monster the... Rancher. <laughs> <laughs> they just yeah. went back into like 20 years ago of like anime yep. Japanese properties. <laughs> oh my gosh! So again, if you're a 
is it Bakugan or Baku? How are you? I, I see it and I want to go. I want to go Bakugan. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's Bakugan. Yeah. Bakugan. Yeah. So if you're into that, great. I'm sure you're excited and it's going to be a Switch exclusive. Awesome. But um, yeah, not not really something I'm excited about. Last thing, what do you guys think about the new PS5 game boxes? Huh? Uh, I hate uh, it. I'm never buying a PlayStation. Blah blah. I mean, it matches the console, yeah. but I'm not going to say I like it. Does them. it though? Yeah, because yeah, the it's cases white. are blue, and the console white is and black blue. and white. So but it has blue lighting. So this don't these cases have instead of the blue, it's now just white with blue lettering, right? Or black lettering, I think, is it? No, oh. it's blue lettering, I believe. It looks well, fine. They, it's like yeah. I think a couple of people made this point, and I'm right there with them. It's like I'm going mostly digital anyway, so it doesn't matter that much. But there you go. Care. It's Even a slow news. Like slow it's news fine. week. Again, everything new is kind of jarring. I didn't like the PS5 controller at first. Now I like it. I still don't like the console. I don't hate it. Um, and then the cases I thought were, well, they just match everything yeah. they've shown us so far. So I was like, mm, sorry. I, I think it should be like a transparent black for the case. Like if they were gonna kind of have it be like one for one with the console, but again, really at the end of the day, who really cares? Like, yeah, but, it, but I I saw something. I don't know if this is official that the Xbox One or Xbox Series X games are all pretty much the same, except now instead of saying Xbox One, it now just says Xbox. So that's pretty cool that they're huh. they're acknowledging or keeping consistent with a. This is a series. Like this is, we're all one. It's because of smart back. delivery. Okay. Smart delivery. They're this being really smart, smart about delivery. delivering this yep. whole thing to our brains. So. What should What should Sony call theirs? Clever arrivals. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we'll work. We'll get it. We'll get something nailed down. Um. All right. Awesome. Well, there you go. There's our reactions to Ubisoft's conference. Some stuff we're playing. Uh, the fluffy animal game. Sorry, folks, we didn't talk about monitors, and I really wanted to. Well, that conversation is going to come up. So we got Ghost of Tsushima next week. The week after that will be all about the Xbox Games Showcase. And unless something unexpected pops up, that should be about the time that I get to nerd out a little bit about what I've got going on in the PC realm. Because, just as a little teaser, I'm leaning towards PS5, Switch, and PC being my gaming setup moving forward i am less and less likely i think to get a series x at launch because everything that they've got is gonna be on pc and with the tax return we've got i think i've i'm ready to pull the trigger on that so we're just gonna erase all things xbox from this podcast it's just basically (laughs) basically yeah no you know i'll have a series x yeah he will i mean you guys remember his xbox 360 story he found a way can i just point out also real quick that i'm looking at the timer of this episode it's a a minute I'm sorry, not a minute, an hour and 20 minutes for the yeah. three of us discussing yeah. numerous things, whereas the last episode was a bit longer. Yep. And we, t- we talked Hold about on. like three things. So. Yep, there we go. <laughs> oh, and there's the slow, sarcastic clap. All right, well, thank you, dudes, for staying up late. I know it's getting late for you, so you guys can head to bed. We will talk next week all about Ghosts of Tsushima. See ya. Bye. No, yeah. No. Here we go. Well, I do seem to attract the scum of the earth. Yeah, that sounds about right. Watch out! Boy, you are not ready. Pikachu!
Do what you were born to do. You are a hero. Finishing this fight. <laughs>